Welcome to the Street Sessions, the new business podcast brought to you by Streets Chartered Accountants. I'm James Pinchbeck, the firm's marketing partner, and I'll be hosting this session. The UK has left the EU following Brexit and the transition period, part of the withdrawal agreement, comes to an end on the 31st of December this year. The end of this transition period will see new rules come into effect, which will change the way businesses trade and do business with the EU members. In this session, I'm delighted to be joined by Jerry Mighton, Head of Indirect Tax with Streets Chartered Accountants, to discuss the issues that might arise when the transition period ends, with a particular focus on distant selling. Welcome, Jerry. Thank you, James. As you rightly say, James, the transition period agreed between the UK and the EU expires as of 31st December 2020. That is only now 118 days away and still business has no certainty as to whether a free trade deal will be agreed between the UK and the EU27 or whether tariff-free trade with our nearest market will cease. It is now 50 months since the referendum and neither side appears willing to compromise to achieve a trade deal. I'm not suggesting a trade deal won't materialise as the EU have long enjoyed many all-night summits, but any trade deal may be limited with further negotiations down the line. So, Jerry, are there any particular sectors or businesses that need to take action sooner rather than later? Well, James, in general, I think that businesses who are selling goods B2C into the EU, distant selling by another name, those importing from goods from the EU, those exporting goods to the EU, and those trading to and from Northern Ireland need to urgently review their processes and procedures. Well, what is distance selling and, and what will change? Distance selling occurs when goods are supplied to a consumer where the supplier ships the goods to a customer in another EU member state. Where goods are supplied to individuals located in another EU member state, there is a requirement to register for that, for that in that member state. Obviously, this means that there is a potential for having multiple VAT regions. So as a way of preventing this, distance selling rules enable suppliers to make distance sales without registering until the value of sales in a calendar year in that member state exceeds a threshold, which is either 35 or 70,000 euros, depending on the jurisdiction. How does leaving the EU affect UK suppliers of distant sales? Well, James, when the transition period ends on 31st December 2020, the distance selling rules no longer apply. We have left the club and must adapt to become a non-member. Any sales made to EU27 consumers will be treated as a zero-rated export of goods from the UK, but EU import VAT and duties will apply, subject to whether or not there is a free trade agreement in place. Any distance sales will require registration in EU member states and accounting for local VAT. Where businesses find themselves in that position, is there any way to limit the number of EU registrations or prolong the requirement to register? Well, the EU is introducing a new scheme called the Import One-Stop Shop, IOSS, which extends the current MOAS, mini one-stop shop, we do love an acronym in indirect tax, James. This is a system to include an import scheme which covers distance sale of goods imported from third countries. The UK will be a third country on the 1st of January next year. The scheme was due to come into effect on the 1st of January 2021. However, as a result of COVID-19, this has now been delayed until at least the 1st of July 2021 and could be longer. 
So, what does this import one-stop shop actually achieve? Well, the scheme applies to sales of goods to EU customers up to a value of €150. It is an optional scheme that when used, the seller will be able to charge VAT at the point of sale and then declare and pay the VAT to the appropriate member state via the IOSS. The goods will also benefit from exemption from import VAT, allowing for faster release of the goods at customs. What happens, though, if a supplier chooses not to use the scheme? Well, there is a second simplification which is available for imports into the EU. In this case, and we are still talking about sales of goods of a value less than €150, the import VAT will be collected from consumers by the customs declarant, for example, customs agent or postal operator, and they will pay the import VAT to the relevant customs authorities. That, to me, would not be very customer-friendly. Imagine coming home to your apartment in Paris to find a card saying that your parcel could not be delivered as payment of import VAT slash duty is required. That would not be good for business, in my opinion. Thank you, Jerry. You've provided some great insight and guidance for businesses. In addition to this street session... Jerry has also joined us for sessions on the end of transition and importing to the UK post 1st of January 2021, exporting to the EU post 1st of January 2021, and trading with Northern Ireland post the 1st of January 2021. If you have any specific concerns or questions, please do email Jerry Mighton at gmighton at streetsweb.co.uk or visit streetsweb.co.uk. Thank you again to Jerry for joining us for this session and to you for listening. <laughs>